Uh, Jason Ridge would love some thoughts on tax investment structures for families with different income levels, e.g. one high earner and one low earner. Uh, so, I mean, my thoughts on tax is I want to pay as little as possible legally. Uh, I don't mind paying tax because we enjoy society and, you know, we get mm. hospitals and education. So it's not about that, but it's just being smart and being strategic with um, how we set things up. And the problem is, John, with investments, um, you like that chair? Love it. Yeah, John's sitting on my ergonomic chair and it's a Harg Capsico chair, I think, C-A-P. This episode's brought to you by some Swedish brand. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Harg. Your comfort first, our money second. Um, Yeah, high income, low income. Yeah, so what are you doing there in that situation? Oh, I guess what I was going to get at. Yeah, what were you getting at? With investing, whether it's investing in um, property, whether it's investing in shares, whether it's investing in managed funds, whether it's investing and starting your own business, it's all about the planning. And I actually spent a lot of time in this little number here mm. that's on my desk um, explaining, you know, that you just have to get the structure right. Yes. Because spending $5,000, I'm just making a number up here, for some legal advice at the start, for some estate planning advice at the start, before you go full ham into your thing, when you want to exit that thing in, you know, 10 years, 20 years time, spending that five grand on some good advice could be the difference between 100 grand, 200 grand and $50,000 in tax Mm. and, and or stamp duty if you have to make a change through the journey. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a there's a triangle of topics here. One is lending. Mm. The second is uh, tax minimization, if you want to call it. And three is asset protection. So mm. it's a dance between all three of those to get the best outcome for you. And as you said, you need professional advice around that in, in each of those corners. But one, one thing high level I would say about that is uh, if as a high income earner, if um, if you want some tax breaks, it needs to be in your name. If you want to uh, minimise your capital gains tax on sale, it doesn't want to be in your name. So you either take the win early on or prepare for when you sell it. So most times I would be saying to myself, yeah, look, I'll, I'll take the win. I know I can get it early. We'll decide what happens later on uh, down the track in respect to CGT. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You've basically got three options with uh, ownership. You've got self, which isn't that flexible in terms of tax. Mm. It isn't 
amazing in terms of asset protection. Like if you're working a high risk occupation and mm -hmm. someone goes to sue you, um, those assets are hanging off you, the individual director or the individual person. The second option I see is like a trust scenario, which I think is the most flexible um, in Australia, if the shoe fits. Mm. And and so you've got trust and you've got a company. Yeah. Now, long story short, trust, capital gains tax can flow through the trust, uh, particularly a family trust or a discretionary family trust or a company, you're stuck at that cap company tax rate. Um, so I think what will you need to look at, Jason, if you are a high income earner and you are serious about pumping money into investments, particularly equities, um, you know, a family trust could be suitable for the longer term. I'm not dicking around with the company, uh, me personally, to hold equities and whatnot, just because the flexibility isn't there. Uh, but I'm honestly thinking a family trust, if there is going to be significant money longer term. Yeah, high cash flow, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm not saying let's put everything in low income earner's name immediately. You know, the low income owner might want to go and be an income owner one day. So, mm. but the, the dance is, well, do we want to spend a couple of grand setting up the trust, a corporate trustee yeah. and uh, annual financials if there's only $10,000 invested? Yeah. And the answer is no. But if you're going to ratchet up to $200,000 soon or in the coming years, well, we look at that as well. And I think the fourth structure, which is a substructure of trust, is superannuation. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just one of those situations where you need to really look at this. Now, with the family trust, you're probably not instantly stepping out and buying a property in the family trust because your land tax threshold, particularly in New South Wales, starts at zero. So you'll pay land tax. But the trade-off is, well, if you need that asset protection and you don't have a mortgage, because a mortgage against the property is pretty good asset protection. <laughs> like if there's not much meat in the property to start with and a creditor comes, well, all right, there's 20 grand of equity. Uh, forget it. We need a million dollars of this guy yeah. or girl. So I think it's um, it just is so circumstantial. I personally have a family trust. Um, I've got an entity that owns the podcast and that's my business and the trust owns the shares in that. Um, I don't have anything that's in my own name only the investment properties, but there's mortgages against them. So it, it's just so circumstantial, but I love how the best thing about these questions is Jason is thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you and you said, as you said before, you can't dick around with this, just no. trying to make this stuff up yourself. Like you've yeah. really got to speak to someone who's dialed in and, and does this for a living. Well, the perfect storm is to get somebody, this is how I did it, John. I had a meeting with my accountant and estate planning lawyer in the one room. Hmm. So I was like, all right, guys, we want maximum flexibility with tax and year-on-year -year tax planning, but we want maximum uh, estate planning and asset protection if I get sued or yeah. if a creditor comes. 